0: Bibs, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys gonna do tonight, man. outside podcast. Y'all know what time it is, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> Welcome back. To the latest episode of the Mavs Outsiders Podcast I'm one half of your hosts, as always Mind of Reese, aka Reese Mind of Reese on Twitter, Instagram, and sometimes YouTube Joined, as always, by my co-host and partner Mr. Michael Bibbins, not the singer Uh, Bibbs Corner (laughs) Bibbs Corner on Twitter Bibbs Corner Podcast uh, Wherever you find your podcast content, Apple Podcasts google podcast spotify make sure you leave a lot uh, not a like and review but uh rate and review um and this is the first post brunson signed uh podcast that we've done um we've talked a bit on twitter i've i've tried tried really hard not to talk too much on twitter and give out free conversation as opposed to making people wait for the podcast Uh, It's been hard for me. I feel like it's been easier for Bibs. I haven't seen him talk much. Um, We've saved it up all for this. So I'm not sure how long this is going to go. I'm not even going to say that this is going to be short. Because every time we do, uh, we go over our limit. And I know for a fact, Bibs does not have a timer set today. So whatever limit we have in our head, we're likely to go over. So in the meantime, uh, with everything that's going on, uh, how you feeling?
1: Um,
0: <clears throat> I did at
1: least check what time we started, so I'll know how far we are. Uh, um, you know, when when time continues to go, depending on how this goes. As far as how I'm feeling, you know, I'm looking at the free agency landscape. You know, and I mean, I mean, I didn't know if you wanted to go player by player, but overall, I'll say that uh, I'm a little, I'm a little annoyed. I'm, I'm a little bit annoyed.
0: When you say player by player, you mean like, like... I didn't
1: know if you wanted to go through like what the Mavs have done so far beat by beat. Like I didn't want to start going into that if that's not what you were asking right now.
0: I mean, not yet. Let's stick okay. with the Brunson thing first uh, since we haven't really talked about that.
1: Hold on. I got something on my screen that makes it look like it's something on my nose. Let me
0: get that. Oh, it's a touchscreen shit. <laughs> Like I, say, I, I, I haven't seen anything, brother. I don't know. No, it's on
1: my screen, but it looked like I had, like, uh, so, I don't know.
0: But, yeah, the, uh, <laughs> you know,
1: I kind of had resigned myself to the fact that he was gone. Uh, I felt like he was gone for a while now. Um, just the way things were lining up. Uh, I think once the, the Knicks did that last move to dump salary, the the Noel and Burks to Detroit, I was like, yeah, that's, that's probably done Tampering Assuming there was a mad tampering going on <laughs> Which uh, Is it really tampering If they like family like bro.
0: I don't want to hear a thing <laughs> It's tampering But it is what it is They got away with it It is what it is I can't hate the player I ain't gonna hate the game It is what it is They got away with it If you can get away with it cool. I ain't heard nothing about no investigations No so. investigation No No nothing Just I mean They will
2: right,
0: cool. snitch it <laughs> they hard <laughs> numbers was already on the table before yeah. moratorium the, even started. Like the how Knicks is are that? prepared to
1: offer Jalen Brunson XY How, how, the numbers how is that
0: how is there different numbers on the table before negotiations can begin? Right. That means you got to a number and you was like, nah nah nah, this number, nah nah nah, this number. Come on, man. What 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 what's really going on Best here?
1: case scenario, the Knicks told the media that Knowing that it would get to Jalen Brunson, like, hey, pay attention to what Chris B. Haynes tweets out. That's the offer. Like, at, that's best case scenario. Like, if we if we assume it's no tampering, but I'm There's too many
0: relationships going yeah. on for it to not be tampering. I'm exactly. sorry. I don't give a fuck whose father is who. That's still tampering.
2: Like, <laughs> with but, all of
0: that said. No, no, no. You got something to say? Go ahead.
1: No, I was going to say, with all of that said, I don't. Um, I'm not. I, like I said, I. I i'm not mad at him i don't feel any type of way towards Jalen brunson i don't feel any type of way towards the mavericks i don't think this was something that they could have stopped from happening i think they did every, well i don't know about the money situation but as far as the basketball side of things the relationship side of things they did what they were supposed to do uh they made them a starter this year you know um they trusted him. They I mean the 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 Mavs Twitter feed has his like slogan in their bio. Like they they love Jalen. They made it clear they love Jalen. And, you know, if it was a money thing, and I, again I don't think it was a money thing. I think he wanted to leave. And not necessarily wanted to leave. Let me rephrase that for somebody wrong with that shit.
0: Wanted to go to the Knicks. He wanted so- to go to
1: the Knicks. Yeah. He wanted to be there. And as long as the money was close, he was gonna go. I don't think he was going to take a pay cut to go, but as long as the money was close, he was going to go. And I, I, I'm not mad at him for that. That is what it is. You know, at the end of the day, it's a business. We would trade him. We were trying to trade him this year. So what, why I said it earlier, like what the hell is he supposed to be loyal to? We literally didn't give him the contract extension because we were trying to trade him. We wanted to make sure we could trade him if the opportunity came up, and we wouldn't have been able to if we'd given him the extension. So, what? Why does he? What loyalty is he supposed to have? It doesn't make any sense to to be upset at him for leaving for doing what's best, for he, what he thinks is best for him. From a business standpoint, from a relationship standpoint, from a controlling your own destiny standpoint, um, I'm I'm gonna watch the Knicks this year. I want. I want to see how it comes together, and uh, that's that's pretty much it on the Jalen Brunson tip. I think that uh, I think it's going to be interesting to watch how the team comes together. They still got some holes to fill, and uh, I, I was going to say it's going to be interesting to see what the Mavs do to to as a response. But they they seem pretty quiet on the response tip as of now. Uh, we'll see if that changes.
0: Well. I mean, on the Jalen Brunson tip, it's a lot of it's a lot more things I want to say about Jalen Brunson, but that those things I have to say are more so in line of the entire free agency as a whole. So I'll save that for when we get to that portion. But Mavs I, free agency or NBA free agency? Period. Mavs free agency. Okay. I don't give a shit about NBA free agency unless it's <laughs> affecting the Mavs. Um, but yeah, uh, we stated this the episode we did before. Free agency started. Wouldn't be upset at him if he left. We damn near wanted him to leave at this point. The way things was going, it's like it is what it is. Like at some point, it was expected. Like if he feels like he's putting himself in a better situation in New York, it's not like he took a pay cut to leave here. Like you said, like he took 104 million dollars four years. That's around what he was projected to get, regardless. Uh, I feel like if the Knicks did not have the money and the Mavs did, he would have stayed. But on top of the Knicks having the money and him wanting to be there to put himself in a better position to prove himself, um, that's what he did. And I respect it. It's no hard feelings. Like, even if he never said thank you, like, oh, Dallas, I love you. It's no hard feelings. I don't live in Dallas. I don't give a shit. But (laughs) it's like, you know, all right, more power to Jalen Brunson. Do I think it's going to work over there? I'm not sure. With the way the team is constructed, it's not more so as a thing towards Jalen Brunson. I just think with Julius Randle and Mitchell Robinson, I I just, I don't know how that's going to work. But I can't wait to see. I'm excited to watch the Knicks uh, just for Jalen Brunson alone. Um, This is kind of like uh, a Terry Rozier kind of thing, but different. Like when Terry Rozier was on the Celtics and uh, they had that playoff run, uh, with Jason Tatum's rookie year and he proved like, you know, hey, I can be a starting point guard uh in this league. I can play at a high level in the playoffs. And then he got benched the following season when Kyrie came back. Only difference is it's kind of reversed for Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson got reversed. I mean uh benched last year in the playoffs. Uh Rick Carlisle wasn't really giving him much of an opportunity. This year Jason Kidd did. He showed what he can do in the playoffs and now He's getting the bag to go play somewhere, and people are questioning, hey, can he be that primary point guard or ball handler on the team the way he thinks he does? Now, granted, Terry Rozier is more a shooting guard now, but he did prove himself for the most part. Like, Terry Rozier is really good. Terry Rozier is a quality player. Uh, And I think Jalen Brunson is going to prove himself as well. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if the Knicks somehow have some kind of great year and make themselves into a playoff team again, and he's considered for – uh an all-star spot.
2: It could've happened. All-star, most improved type thing. Okay. Um, depending on how you know, I I'm, I'm sure some other people out there,
1: but there's not a lot of people changing teams. So unless their roles are changing dramatically, is I mean, who are the candidates for most improved next year? That's true. Um wow. and that would be a narratively, that would be a good story. Like if his stats improve and the Knicks improve they're going to try to give them something.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, the awards. I mean, awards, The people who vote on awards love narratives, but they rarely ever go with narratives for most improved. But, I mean, I can see that with, with a Jalen Brunson, like you said. I don't know what the field is going to be like. Someone could come out of nowhere. Uh, but, you know, we'll see. But, um, yeah, shout out to Jalen Brunson, man. Got his money. Got his bag. I'm happy for him. Uh, I can't wait for that first Mavs-Knicks game, though. Like when he comes to Dallas, that's gonna be
1: judging by how the fans reacted online. Yeah.
0: I hope they don't act like dicks, to be com- completely honest with you. Bro. Have you met?
1: You, never mind.
0: Fortunately, I have not. <laughs> Fortunately, I have not. I mean, you met one. So with free agency, <laughs> um let's move on to Dallas Mavericks free agency as a whole now that we got the J at the elephant in the room. Out of the way. Uh, gotta Jaylen Brun- That's huh? nice. why he got to be an elephant. You seen him? I right, continue. Yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> Jalen Brunson's free agency decision uh obviously has a huge impact on the moves that the Mavs make and can make moving forward, to be quite honest. If Jalen Brunson stayed, obviously the Mavs might make, might make, might make. Less moves. Obviously, that's one less roster spot they have. Uh, you don't want to go too far into the luxury tax paying a guy like Jalen Brunson, maybe $25 million. You still have the um the, the mid-level exception, the taxpayers exception, which is six point three million dollars. I really need to tell y'all this because I, it's, I feel it's like actually well, more now. It's more now, how much? I
1: think it's six point four something. It like went up slightly. I'm just making sure so somebody don't come in. Actually. It's 6.4,
0: Reese. Okay, I'm I'll sorry. The taxpayers' mid-level exception is $6.4 million. I feel like y'all need to know this because a lot of y'all seem like y'all don't, the way y'all are reacting to things, but we'll get into that too. So with Jalen Brunson gone, the Dallas Mavericks now have to possibly fill a void. Do I personally think they need to fill a void? No, I don't. Uh, I feel like that void is already filled, but I'll get into that as well. I'm just laying out the landscape. So, um, we talked about this for weeks, months, even we said the Mavericks need to pay Jalen Brunson because if they don't, they don't have money anyway. Even if the Mavericks let Jalen Brunson walk, it's not like you're letting millions of dollars, $20 million off of the books The dude was getting paid like $3 million. Mm -hmm. If that.
1: Yeah, I think it was like one point zone, actually.
0: Yeah, it's like he wasn't getting paid much, so it's not much coming off the books, which means regardless, uh, the Mavericks' hands are tied as far as money goes. I don't know why I did that. (laughs) What is happening? The Mavericks' hands are tied as far as money goes. So with that being said, let's get into the free agency moves or the offseason moves in general. Uh, that the Dallas Mavericks have made. Let's go back to before draft night. Oh,
1: the, the Dallas Mavericks made. Let me let me go specifically to the Dallas Mavericks. I make sure I keep up with all the all the moves that we've made at this time. Go ahead.
0: Okay, let's go back to before draft night. Dallas Mavericks struck a deal with the Houston Rockets to acquire Christian Wood. They sent Boyan Mar- They sent Boyan. <laughs> Trey,
1: <laughs> say his name wrong still. Like, try to just say the first name.
0: Bojan, Trey Burke.
1: It's a B. Where are we getting the yarn from?
0: Oh, Bobon. I'm thinking. I'm thinking <laughs> exactly. about the player that I won on the team. <laughs> Bobon, Trey Burke, Sterling Brown, and that was one other person
1: Marquise Chris.
0: Marquise Chris. Um, To the uh to the Houston Rockets, oh, and the um first round pick, our first round pick number twenty six yep, let me into Wendell
1: Moore,
0: yeah, Wendell Moore, who turned into Wendell Moore to the Houston Rockets for Christian Wood, so we trade four players who do not play, and in return, we get back a starting center. Basically a guy who can give us like 18 points per game, 16 points per game. Now in our head, when we get that, we're thinking, okay, that's on top of Brunson. If Brunson stays, that's a great offense. Right. But something that we mentioned on the pod, I know for a fact you did having Christian wood makes me feel better. if Brunson leaves because we immediately have someone who can fill those points. Obviously he's going to get his points different, but Brunson averaged 16 points per game last year during the season. I'm pretty sure I'm a hundred percent positive Christian Wood can replicate that. Yep. Okay. So moving forward, draft night, Dallas Mavericks trade, I believe two second round, two future second round picks. Correct.
1: Yeah. I think 2024 and 2028, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Okay. To the Sacramento Kings for pick number 37 in the draft to draft Jaden Hardy. Uh, this is a guy that was number 19 on their draft board. He fell to the second round. This is a guy who was number one in his class coming out of high school. Obviously didn't have the greatest showing in the G League, but he does have tons of potential. A lot of people were saying this is the Brunson replacement. I feel like that's putting too much pressure on the kid in his rookie year. He may not even play big minutes, but he is some kind of insurance if he does work out if Brunson leaves, and that's for the future, not for this year. Yeah. Now, let's move on to actual free agency. Dallas Mavericks used, I think, three-quarters maybe or yeah. half of their um, mid-level exception.
1: It's, it's about three-quarters.
0: Three-quarters of their mid-level exception to sign JaVale McGee.
2: The actual numbers
0: someone who i know for a fact bibs has mentioned you would like on the team he was on my
1: short list yeah uh we'll get into more details about that right quite a bit
0: yeah i just need you to confirm yeah, yes yeah, no. yeah. he
1: was on my list he was on my list
0: yeah. uh javel mcgee you know we've been saying for years hey man we need some big depth like you know we just need some bodies rim protector something we finally went, they went and got that know what i'm saying they went and got that i was happy with the deal yes or no were you happy with it or is it more
1: i'm biting the inside of my cheek but we gonna get there
0: okay all right i'm gonna let you go first there but um (laughs) yeah signed javel mcgee and that was the only move that the mavericks have made so
2: far no yeah you gotta you gotta mention the other one Mavericks have re-signed Theo Pinson
0: to a one-year deal. And that is the only moves the Mavs have made so far.
1: There you go. All right. All righty.
0: Now, with that being said, a lot of reactions have come from the Mavs Twitter community. Uh, Mostly sour. Mostly disappointment. Mostly people are upset, have attitudes, um confusion like what are the Mavs doing why are we just sitting on our hands whatever whatever I have a different stance I'm not disappointed and I'm not excited either I'm just like okay some of no expectations right none <laughs> like it was a reference that you you was supposed to you was supposed to catch it. the reference I ain't catch reference. ring of verse some of no expectations Midnight Boy, never mind. All right, so, um,
1: since I've heard them all together,
0: damn, you must not have been listening.
1: Then, you don't
0: watch Obi Wan, that's right. My bad. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah that's probably. Yeah. Um, so, with that being said, we I laid out the landscape of what the Mavericks have done this offseason in general, not just free agency. I'm gonna wait to get my thoughts on it. I'm gonna let Bibbs go first, so brother what are your thoughts so far so
1: let me preface this by saying i, I don't want to pretend that i'm smarter than anybody um i don't want to pretend that i know things that anybody else doesn't know
0: i also want to say that i don't know his feelings <laughs> so i'm learning this as y'all are learning this
1: okay thank you thank you for that that clarification so the christian would move great move um pretty much gave you know my my goal my idea for a perfect offseason was getting rid of a bunch of the dudes at the end of the bench that don't fucking play and aren't going to play we did that right um there's only a couple players on the roster right now that i think don't fit what we do but that's that's for another day i don't need that to be immediate that can be one of them's on an expiring contract so that can be for another day. Like I said, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want it all at once. I don't need it all right now. I'm patient. Uh, Christian Wood, again, uh, uh, a versatile athletic big. He can hit shots from outside. He he runs the floor. Um, and when he gets the opportunity to dunk, he dunks hard. Uh, I like all of those things. Um, resting on our laurels is not something I expected after that. But moving forward, the next things were to try to secure Jalen Brunson. I think they knew pretty quickly that they weren't going to secure Jalen Brunson. So then the next strategy becomes, I still felt like regardless as to whether or not we secured Jalen Brunson, there were three things we needed. A big body, another ball handler, and a defensive wing that can hit threes, preferably. Three things. Losing Jalen made me put more emphasis on the ball handler. Like that would be my number one.
2: That would have been my number one. That's the one I would have spent money on. That's that's where we get into where I'm how I'm feeling right now. Now, when I say spent money, the only money we
1: had to spend was the MLE, the six point starting 6.4. You know, total salary would be, you know, what we could I sign them up for up to three years, I think. Up to three years, starting at 6.4 million increase and blah blah blah. You know how it goes. Um, and then we would be able to whoever else we sign would have to be on minimum contracts. So in my vision, in my mind, in my brain, when I'm looking at the free agency landscape, I'm thinking MLE or at least part of the MLE, so six million, five million, what four million, whatever, however you want to do it to the ball handler that we need in the rotation sign a veteran big on a minimum because there are a lot of them out there available that are going to sign for the minimum and you may or may not need them on a regular basis. So, uh, based again, based on how we, I I was thinking we wanted to play, they're going to play 15, 20 minutes at best. So a minimum older guy makes sense for the wing. Again, I could see that person getting part of the MLE as well. Or you can get a minimum wing on an experiment-type deal. Um, I could have seen the money being spent on the wing or the the ball handler. But again, I put the emphasis on the ball handler because Dinwiddie doesn't have the cleanest bill of health, because we lost Jalen Brunson, and because the next ball handler off the bench is who? Jaden Hardy. Jaden Hardy, Josh Green. Frank no, keys is not no, necessary. No. I'm, I'm saying like these are the only people that can dribble <laughs> at, at, behind off the bench at this
0: point. Uh, I'd say Frank before Josh Green. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to be I, honest. I'm not even saying Josh Green. That
1: was the next thing I was going to say is Frank is not officially on the roster yet. Right. Uh, this, we're recording this on July 3rd. It is currently 4.54 PM. July 4th is the, the guarantee date for Frank. So we'll see what happens there. And it could be a thing where they maybe, if depending on how they're feeling about them, they may not guarantee him and sign them to a longer contract or something. Although I fear, I don't want to put that out in the universe, actually. Um, <clears throat> anyway, we have no ball handlers off the bench. That that's a concern. So again, as we look at the free agency landscape, we gave McGee most of that MLA. That makes absolutely no sense to me again, I like McGee. I like McGee as a minimum salary guy. And when I say that, I'm not just speaking out of my buttons. Okay. I'm gonna look at what has happened in the free agency landscape at the, the type of guys that I was looking at targeting. Uh, let's go around the league, if we will. Uh, do, do, do I'm not going to count guys that stayed with the teams. I'm talking about guys who changed teams. Andre Drummond. Sign a minimum salary contract with the Bulls. Two years, $6.6 million. Derrick Jones Jr., regardless of how you feel about him, minimum contract, two years, $6.6 million. Goran Dragic, minimum contract, one year, $2.9 million. So the Bulls got all three of the areas of need that I wanted the Mavs to go after. Three guys, minimum
2: contracts. They still have money to play with. However you feel about those three guys,
1: they fit. the Like if we had signed Drummond, Derrick Jones Jr. and Drogic, I think y'all. Be I don't think that. you
0: can count Derrick Jones Jr. He was on the Bulls last year. No, he wasn't. Where was he? Let me find him. Was uh, he was a Bull last year. He wasn't last year. He was
1: the year before they traded him. Okay. Was it Portland? It might have been. It was Portland. I think Portland dropped him too. I'm going to find him. Don't worry. I got the the whole list up and Derek jones jr hold up was he with i guess he did end up in chicago he got traded to chicago from portland yeah okay all right um let me let me change let me update something then let me close that all right Derek jones usually was the least favorite of these three anyway if we sign drumming for a minimum salary over what we did with Javal mcgee i think mass fans would be a little bit but regardless how you feel about drumming drumming on a minimum salary versus Javal at six mil
0: let's be honest I you don't like drumming right i like drumming you know i like drumming okay i wasn't but sure. I think you're giving these mass fans too much credit you're right you think if we sign drumming on a minimum contract if we sign drumming period they're gonna be like what are we doing why are we signing drumming he don't fit what we want to do he can't move his come on man you know this you're right you're right <laughs> <laughs> you're right okay i'm moving on cleveland cavaliers. i understand what you're saying yeah, though yeah,
1: yeah, yeah yeah cleveland cavaliers Ricky Rubio, three years, eighteen mil. Now we weren't going to get Ricky Rubio. I'm just giving an example of what they did. So they used the MLE technically on Ricky Rubio. That's a return. He was on the. He got traded to the Pacers. Does that count? Yes, I'm saying that's what I'm saying. I'm not counting. I'm not saying we could have got him. We it was a done like we knew as soon as they traded him, he was going to come back to the Cavs. Oh, I'm just putting the money in perspective of how we spent versus how other teams have. So Ricky Rubio pretty much signed for a part of that MLE, three years, 18 mil. Robin Lopez, minimum contract. That's a big body center, right? Big body that's going to play a couple minutes here and there and not need a whole lot. Raul Neto, one year minimum salary, ball handler. Um, I'm not going to worry about Nemhard. I'm going to keep it moving. I'm just giving examples. Kevin Knox, How regardless of how you feel about Kevin Knox, two years minimum salary. If we assign him as a end of the bench type of guy with some potential, I think Mass fans will be curious at the very least.
0: I would feel like that's a waste of a sign. You think he's that bad? A waste of a roster spot, absolutely.
1: I don't know. I would, probably would give him a chance.
0: we Kevin Knox for for potential when we got two guys with potential with Josh Green and Jason Hardy
1: because they're little and he's six eight. I
0: don't care. He sucks. Okay. I've I've never liked Kevin
1: Knox. He was like 65th on my board or something (laughs) like that. They called me crazy at the time. Now you look like a genius. So anyway, let's let's keep it moving. Jalen Smith signed with the Pacers for the maximum they could give him, which was two years, 9.6 mil. But if we came with five, who's to say he wouldn't leave?
0: I, don't, I i we gave i gave him the javel offer i told you when we did mavs outside to play gm that i felt like felt
1: I felt like he was getting money
0: huh you felt like he was getting money yeah i felt like he was i felt like he was either getting money or he was returning at least i let it slide i think no wait did i give you jaylen smith? i didn't give you jaylen smith did i i did I you did I did because I was like, you know what, your negotiation was cool. I'm gonna let it slide. But in real life, I don't see him taking that. Bibbs, the
1: GM, would have got Jalen Smith on the Mavericks <laughs> if he signed back for two years, nine point six. I'm like, yo, they still got Miles Turner over there. They, regardless of whatever promises they made you, I'm promising you right now, you and Christian Wood as a stars two starting bigs that are mobile. Like our entire starting five is switchable at that point. And we're going to give you more money for the same time. And we're a better team. You like playing in the playoffs? We got that. That's all I'm saying. Uh, did they make the call? I don't know. But the fact that he signed back for four mil and for two years, he didn't do it one year so he could get to the bag next year. He did two years. That's, that's disgusting to me. That, that that was allowed to occur from not just us but other teams as well. Uh the Heat, I'm not gonna do them because they just signed their guys back. Your guy, Joe Ingles, signed with the Bucks one year, 6.5 mil. I don't think we could have got
0: him. I don't think so. I think he was affecting that ring. Thank Yeah, think he wanted to play for a contender, we're not a contender.
1: Yeah. Uh Knicks, we know what they did with Brunson. They also got Hartenstein, who was a guy a lot of people wanted. They went above what we could have offered. So even if we did offer Hartenstein, Heiden, the Knicks had more money. They gave him $8 million a year. We couldn't do that. Uh, Mo Bamba, I think similar situation. He stayed home, but I'm just going to mention him just because I can. Uh, he stayed home $10 million a year, two years. I thought it was goofy for him to stay, but that's more money than most people could probably give him.
0: That was the most shocking thing of free agency for me. Mobamba? Staying, yeah. Yeah, they got like six young bigs
1: now. Um, too many. They ha- no, not like I. I checked. They have six young <laughs> young bigs now, um, and they kept bowl bowl like yeah. Yeah, they signed bold. And that's not even include. I didn't even include him. So there might be seven young bigs. They two years, three point eight. So two years minimum deal. Uh, I'm assuming they're going to be very very active near the trade deadline. They have but to be. They have too many bodies. That's good asset management from them, though. Like I applaud the asset management. I assume Obama likes Jamal Mosley. He clearly did some good things for him this past year. And at the very least, he's still in practice, still growing, still learning before whatever trades occur later. Um, I I like what they have going on down there. 76ers again. They're considered closer to the ring for whatever reason, despite the lack of success. P.J. Tucker. Because of the talent they have. Yeah, got more money than we could offer. Three years, 33.2 mil. We couldn't we couldn't offer him that. Daniel House was another guy on my list. Three, three and D, we could have afforded him. Two years, 8.5 mil. Uh, again, I would
0: attribute that, to be honest, to Daryl Morey trying to get his Rockets boys back.
1: That makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah. They also got
1: Treble and Queen, who was also Rockets affiliate. Who the fuck is that he was the g league mvp this last year they lost in the finals and he started throwing hands
0: you didn't hear that i
2: got it was find a whole this,
1: brawl
0: it I was all this footage
1: it was a whole brawl like i was watching i was like i only i checked in literally for the fourth quarter to see who was going to win i think it was them versus delaware actually and um wait they won actually he got ejected after the he they won but he got ejected and started throwing hands if i'm not
0: mistaken i gotta find this footage but continue
1: yeah so it got crazy but Trevelin and queen he got his two-year 3.4 mil congrats to the, the g league mvp for getting the contract moving forward <clears throat> again these are guys that were on people's lists the raptors they kept two of their guys at money that we couldn't we couldn't have offered them chris boucher three years 35 mil Thaddeus Young, two years, 16 mil. We couldn't have outpriced him. Can't be mad at either one of those. However, the third guy, Otto Porter. Two years, 12.4 mil, which means we could have got him for that MLE if we wanted him. Not saying we wanted him. I know a lot of people did. He was on my short list. I like
2: him. I think he was on yours. Yeah. So MLE, we could have had Otto Porter potential. I think we're better than the Raptors. I think we'd offer him more playing time. Like they all they got is six, eight dudes. Like
1: (laughs) like, where how does he fit into that? I don't understand. Whatever. That's that thing. Exactly. Um, we'll skip past the wizards. They they did a trade and they mostly brought their guys back. Again, let me remind y'all, we gave JaVale McGee most of the MLA. And then we signed Theo Penta for no fucking you know what? Let me keep it moving. Vibes. The Nuggets. DeAndre Jordan, one year minimum. Again, veteran big, one year minimum. Did I think that we should go after DeAndre? No, but I'm setting <laughs> the precedent that veteran bigs are signing these minimum contracts.
0: All I'm saying is, that's the one I disagree with, I say. And I'm not going to say the word because I don't want to give you more editing work than you already had to do. But that black brother is trash.
1: Not <laughs> black brother, that's the complete opposite of what you was going
0: to say. Yeah. That black brother's trash. He's trash.
1: But again, one year minimum. Bruce Brown. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Tax MLE. Mavs would have lost their loads like old buddy and hero gasm.
2: If you watch the boys, you know. If we assign Bruce Brown to the MLE. Did we make the call? I don't know. But the money we spent on JaVale McGee was spent on Bruce Brown by the Nuggets. Let's keep
1: it moving. I'm going through the whole league. Y'all stick, stick, stay stay, uh, stay, tight with us. The Warriors. Now, again, they did just come off the ring, but we were right there with them, right? Like we went to the, we were in the conference finals. It was us or them going to the finals. Dante DiVincenzo, two years, 9.3 mil. That is less than the MLA. Now, he's coming off the injury last year. He wasn't that sexy for the Kings, but maybe he's getting better. Who knows? I don't know. The, the Warriors thought that there was something there, so they paid him less than the MLE to get him and go to state. Let's keep it moving. The Clippers mostly brought their guys back. They gave John Wall the MLE, and um, I don't think that we could have got John Wall. I think they, they before he was even bought out, it was pretty much a done deal. So, but again, just setting the president for how much these people are signing for because nobody had no goddamn money, and we could have been competitive out here. The Lakers, Lakers, Lakers. Regardless of how you feel about these dudes, the Lakers signed Damian Jones, who I believe is a big. Yeah, he was with Barely. the with with the Kings. He's a, a big. Yeah. They signed him two years at the minimum. They signed Lonnie Walker, the fourth, one of my sleepers from his draft class, to a one year MLE deal. They spent the MLE on a young ball handler who shows some flashes, athletic, gets up and down the court, can jump, came out of the Spurs system. Now, again, he might. He might think LeBron and them are closer to the ring. I don't know. But we could have had them potentially for that MLE. Juan Tuscany Anderson. I'm just kidding. Let me not do that. Juan Toscano Anderson also signed with the Lakers for a one-year minimum deal, as well as Troy Brown Jr., one year minimum deal. Whatever. I don't I didn't like Juan as an option because yeah. I want I want my wing to be able to shoot. We I got Juan air Mexico. We got Juan Tuscano Toscano Anderson at home. His name is Josh Green. And Josh Green actually might be a better shooter, which is scary yeah. to say out loud.
0: <laughs> Surprised the Lakers even signed that dude. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's
1: mostly, I mean, shout out to him. He got the hype. Grizzlies have just kept Tyson. Ja.
2: The Wolves. Oh.
1: That was pathetic. Oh my God. Um, can't say, can't do much. We can't, we couldn't have done this, right? They re-signed Torian Prince, two years, 16 mil. They signed Kyle Anderson, two years, 18 mil. Again, we could not have done that. We know they went and traded for Rudy Gobert. Regardless of how
0: you feel about Rudy Gobert, the the, the Wolves made moves. We could not have done that either. Let's just put that out there.
2: No,
1: we wouldn't. Not a million years. year. We didn't have, like, the, the players that they were even able to trade, Walker Kessler, uh, is already better than any asset that we have. Um, then Jared Vanderbilt as well is another another guy that that again we we
0: can even Patrick Beverly to an
1: extent. Patrick Beverly as well a veteran that people respect. Some people. Um, <laughs> but when I look at what the Wolves did, they were aggressive, right? They they made a run. They made the playoffs. They had a fun young team, and then they went and got the Defensive Player of the Year. They went and got Kyle Anderson. They secure Tony Prince for the bench depth. Like that's a team that they're with us at bare minimum. They're up there with us now. I would have said they were behind us last year. I don't know if they're behind us anymore. Pelicans have been pretty quiet besides re-signing Zion. Um, the Suns got Josh Okogie. I don't know what happened to him last year. I felt like he was on his way for a minute. Uh, maybe Anthony Anderson. Showing up
0: Noel actually being Anthony able to score. Edwards. God dog Anthony. <laughs> Anthony Edwards showing up. Boy, been watching too much blackish.
1: You know, it happens. Uh Jalen Noel actually being able to score off the bench. Uh, and then who else was it? Mc- McLaughlin is also a ball handler. So don't know what happened to Okogie, Kogi, but it's a sneaky good pickup. He was one of the only few guys that actually gave Luca a little bit of trouble on defense at any point in his career so again the suns went and got him maybe because of luca now i'm thinking about it um they also i don't know why signed damian lee to a minimum contract let's keep it moving the blazers went and got gary payton the second and the way that they got him was by pricing everyone else out of him we couldn't have gotten gary payton the second because the Blazers gave him a 3 year, $28 million contract with player with a player option and incentives included as well. And uh apparently the Warriors tried to keep him, but that money was too
0: much for him to pass up. I don't blame him. Wait, who was that last one? The money was too much to pass up? Gary Payton. the and where did he He went to the Blazers. Yeah. Okay. 3 years, 28 mil. Mm-hmm. Um which I don't understand that move for the Blazers, but whatever. Uh yeah,
1: Malik Monk signed for two years, 19 mil. We couldn't have got him. Now, all of that said, I'm going to go to who's remaining out there that we may or may not have targeted. <clears throat> now, Colin Sexton is a name that has come up as a sign and trade target. Don't know what the landscape's looking like for him. I'm sure some people are waiting for dust to settle. Let's look at who's out here. Montrez Harold, do we think he's gonna beat the case?
2: Or run the race? Come on, man.
1: <clears throat> All right, let's, let's you liked Avery Bradley, right? Yeah. Would you sign Avery Bradley right now? To a minimum, yes. Okay. He's still out there. Blue Will still out there? No. Uh, Aldridge Millsap, uh, kind of old. Dwight Howard is still out there. That's the guy I want or wanted before we signed Javal McGee. I would take him over JaVale McGee. I don't know day. if I would. I definitely would. Blake Griffin. Eh. Fuck no.
0: Carmelo still out there. I don't know what he's doing. We'll see what he does. I would take. Car- I actually looked at that. I would take Carmelo, but for one, I don't think Melo is signing a minimum, and I think he's just waiting to re-sign with the Lakers.
1: Okay. I want him to go to either Denver or Portland, personally. Denver. Denver makes more sense.
0: It's I don't want to see him in Denver if he can't win 15.
2: Who's wearing 15? Oh. Yeah, that would look weird. Maybe Sevensville.
1: Eh, Whatever.
0: Let's keep it moving.
1: Uh, I'm, I almost said a name that would have made everybody exit out of this podcast. Go
0: ahead and say it. No, nah, I'm not. Dude. Go ahead and say it. Not gonna do- <laughs> Go ahead and say it. I ain't going to do it. Rajon Rondo?
1: Yeah, uh, I'm not going to say it.
0: I said it. If they signed that boy, You know what? They actually could. Nah.
1: Him and Cuban still got Did him and Cuban have beef? I can't remember. I think Cuban said some stuff about him.
0: He probably did. Cuban said some time. stuff about a lot of people. Yeah, he, he talks a lot. Tristan Thompson still out there? Would you take him over McGee? No. Okay.
1: Lance Stevenson's still out there?
0: I looked at that. I would take Lance Stevenson, but I'm also not sure if he's. I mean, he probably in no position to take anything right. other than the minimum, but.
1: Because I mean, he had to go through the G League to even get to the Pacers last year. Yeah. So I think I, I would take him right now. Him. Uh, let's get to the young guys. Thomas Bryan is still out there. You don't like Thomas Bryant,
0: do you? No. Okay. Would you sign up to a minimum? I mean... If he would take it. Right now? No, we don't need... We, I mean,
1: before come. JaVale, if JaVale McGee wasn't signed, would you have signed Thomas Bryant?
0: I would have been disappointed if that was the move they made. I'll put it like that. Interesting. The Lakers, not Celtics on the team. team at all.
1: Lakers and Celtics are the teams allegedly looking at him, which probably means getting a minimum if he goes to either of those teams. <sighs> Frank Jackson, Eric Pascal. I like Eric Pascal. Still out there. I'd take him right now if if, if, if nobody's calling him, and he would take a minimum. Get, let me give him Eric Pascal. Trent Forrest hasn't been resigned yet for some reason. Uh, let's see. A lot of these young dudes aren't aren't sexy enough to to talk about. I'm skipping past all of
0: them. I'm just going down the list. It's not a lot of sexy
2: names left. Not a lot. David Duke. Sure, they love him in Dallas.
0: Please keep going.
1: Caleb Martin still out there, likely to resign.
0: Yeah. T.J. Warren Even still he out wasn't, there. He's not take. I'm glad you said that name, but keep going.
1: Yeah, we we at this point we couldn't get him. Uh, I don't know if he take the MLE. His brother just signed for eight mil.
0: Yeah, got much MLE. Oh wait, who are you talking about?
1: I'm saying if we had not done JaVale McGee, our max to offer was uh, the MLA.
0: You're talking about Martin? Caleb Martin. Yeah, I'm not talking about Martin. I'm talking about the next name you said. Oh, TJ Warren? Yeah.
1: You, you don't think he would take a minimum? No. Not even a one-year? Prove it?
0: Mm. If we he does, I feel like he will go to a contender to do it.
1: We ain't seen him since the bubble.
0: I, feel, I told somebody this on the timeline. If he takes a minimum, like a prove-it deal, he's going to go to a contender
1: are we not a contender did we not just go to
0: the a lot of people don't see us as contenders bro.
1: i'm 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 saying by definition i'm saying if as a pitch we went to the western conference finals i would call us a contender in a pitch meeting
0: and someone could also say well all these teams got better and these teams coming back next year so are y'all going to be contenders next year
1: do those teams have luka Doncic?
0: Do they have a if role if that if that's your pitch, nobody's cool. Gonna...
1: <laughs> do they have role do they have the role for you that's gonna allow you to actually contribute? Or are you just gonna be cheerleading on the bench? I mean, if you're cool with cheerleading on the bench by all means, but if you want to actually play ball, like we got that for you.
0: If that's your pitch. <laughs> Jeremy Lamb's still out there. I like Jeremy Lamb. Dennis Schreiber's, not much, but Dennis Schroeder's still out there. I
1: I mean, at this point, all we got is a minimum. Are you signing him for a minimum?
0: He's if not signing a minimum. One year. Who, don't, it ain't much. I would. I it ain't don't much think out he's... there.
1: It ain't much out there as far as money. Like the best is maybe an MLE. Somebody might still have, but it's tough. Uh, Brent Forbes already signed. He signed with the Wolves. I got to update. I don't that. know how I feel about Dennis Rowe. I'm gonna keep an on it. Yeah, I don't know what he disappeared last year. Um. Let's see. Um, I'm, I know I'm skipping some names that people are, are going to be. Oh, why didn't he show you shot?
0: Tomas Sadoransky still out there. I'll like take Tomas. him on a minimum. I like Tomas. That's pretty much it. There, we, could, we still have
1: a couple spots, technically. I know people had penciled in Goran Dragic. I personally had not. I had no reason to think that that was a done deal. And for... Clearly, apparently, that was the case. Uh, Apparently, Vucevic
2: actually recruited him to the Bulls.
0: Vucevic doing a lot of recruiting
1: after he thought he was about to get traded. No way,
2: because
1: he, uh, (laughs) what did he say? Uh, He's glad his offer for the house in in, uh, Utah got shot down. Right. And then immediately he was like, hey, since I'm still in Chicago, my balking brother, won't you come through? We can chase this ring together. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on all the major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus, with same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props, your betting options feel endless. You can bet on the upcoming Orioles game. Who's going to get five hits? Who's going to get three strikeouts? Whatever excites you the most. Best of all,
0: DraftKings is
1: safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want.
0: Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restriction supply. See show notes for details.
1: Again, my biggest problem with the mass free agency though so thus far is that I think we overpaid for Jabal McGee. If Jabal McGee wasn't taking a minimum, we could have got somebody else. I don't know what we think Jabal McGee is at this point in his career. He's what 34? Going on 35-ish. He's not getting any better. I can't imagine we're planning to play him twenty five minutes a night. Is he better than the White Pal? I guess.
0: I guess he's better than the White Pal. Is he though? Yes, one hundred percent. Okay. Javale um, McGee
1: taking up the MLE is is my biggest problem right now with free agency wasting a roster spot on Theo Pinson. I could give a fuck about the vibes.
2: I want wins. I want Ws. There's 50 players in free agency right now that are better than Theo Pinson. We'll see what they do with Frank. But uh, yeah, my biggest
1: issue is that we we overspent, in my opinion, for Javon McGee. If we had to do that to get him, then that's that says a lot about how people are feeling about the Dallas Mavericks.
0: I don't want to.
1: I hope Nico Harrison is enjoying his fourth, by the way, since they clocked out for the weekend. Uh, Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Okay. So I wasn't expecting you to go 30 minutes going down the free agency tracker, but – uh, I'm glad you went first. Check my
1: pen tweet for the free agency tracker, by the way. Uh,
0: yeah, he plugging. Pause. <laughs> um, so, um, I'm glad you went first because it, it it helps with some things I want to say. Here is why I don't care about. <laughs> I'm indifferent, honestly. Like people are thinking just because I'm saying, "Why are y'all upset that I'm saying?" Oh, I'm excited about this. This is good. I'm just indifferent. First of all, I wasn't expecting us to do much, whether we lost or got Jalen Brunson, because I said it earlier, we would not have money. Regardless, the most amount of money we can give someone is six point four million. On top of that, granted, yes, these teams, yes, these players signed with these other teams. Just because they signed there for that amount doesn't mean they were going to sign here. These players have to want it to come here. Maybe guys don't want to come to Dallas. That's been a thing. When was the last time we saw someone actually want to come to Dallas? That makes a difference. Who? I don't know. Maybe we did have to overpay for JaVale McGee. And to be quite honest, did we overpay? How much did we pay him a year? 4 million? Six.
1: I mean, five, five point something.
0: Five point something. a year. Maybe we did have to overpay. To be quite honest, I think JaVale McGee is still a serviceable big in this league. He proved it when DeAndre Ayton was missing games and he was starting. He still played well in the playoffs. He wasn't getting cooked on the perimeter plan against us. I, I, I feel like we just saw JaVale McGee and y'all acting like y'all didn't see this. Excuse me, y'all didn't see this dude. Y'all been begging for a big for years. We finally get one and y'all like, oh, why did come on, man? Look, we what did Brandon T. Jackson say in lottery ticket? I'm broke I can't eat We broke Everybody is broke That's the thing Exactly, but we're broke And we're not a destination Mm.
2: Mm.
0: It's like a dude Say it's an ugly dude out there, right? Not only are you ugly You broke too So you really ain't getting no women but if you was ugly and you had money, if you was ugly and you had money, you're much more attractive. The Dallas Mavericks are not a destination, but if the Dallas Mavericks have money to throw at people, you could overpay for a few guys and say, hey, I know they're giving you this amount to go here. Maybe you come here for this amount. I know they're giving you $8 million, but hey, we'll give you 11. You understand where I'm coming from? Dante DiVincenzo signs for the Warriors for less than the MLE. We know why he signed with the Warriors. He wasn't coming here for that. I'm sorry. He wasn't. The Warriors do this all the time. They did it with Otto Porter last year. Look how that turned out. He left. All right, cool. Bring in another guy, Dante DiVincenzo. That's crazy. Joe Ingles went to the Milwaukee Bucks. So it's... We're not one of those destinations. We're not a contender, regardless if we made the Western Conference Finals last year. We're not considered a contender, regardless of what you think. We're not a destination for whatever reason. Guys don't want to come here. Do I know why? Maybe it's Cuban. Maybe it's not Cuban. Maybe it's other things that we just don't know about. Maybe it's something around the league. Hey, guys don't want to go to Dallas. We don't like the way they play. I don't want to play in a heliocentric offense. Now, granted, you would think guys who are three and D who could just spot up and shoot and play some defense would want to come here because they would thrive but at the same time those guys can go to contenders and do the same thing for the most part now I know for a fact if we signed Andre Drummond to a minimum y'all would have been pissed be completely I honest but yeah. I wouldn't have but y'all would have been
2: yeah
1: a lot of people definitely would have why the fuck he doesn't fit what we do oh he's gonna be food in the pick and you know all that good stuff
0: I like JaVale McGee I think JaVale McGee is going to be really good for this team. I
1: agree.
0: I think – what now, granted, JaVale McGee – the Mavericks ain't say this. JaVale McGee said this. Said, so, yeah, I expect to start. I don't know what that's about. I'm going to get into that. <laughs> My expectation was he's the big off the bench. That means the white pile doesn't have to really – you won't have to rely on the white pile as much. JaVale McGee played about 15 minutes per game last year on average for the Suns. I think he can do that here. Uh, we got Christian Wood who can play 20 something minutes. We got Maxie Cleveland who can play at the most. I would want Maxi to play 20 minutes. But with a JaVale McGee, Maxie's mostly gonna probably play the four. The White Powell's still gonna play if he's still on the team, which I expect him to be, unless some kind of trade happens. I don't have a I never had an issue with the White Powell getting minutes.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah.
0: I, I had an issue with the White Powell starting. Yep. I think we've both said if the White Powell's coming off the bench as an energy guy, that's much better. Mm-hmm. Especially with Maxie, your Max Power thing. So, you know, you got that back. Um, With that being said, the whole JaVale McGee starting thing. I came to this conclusion yesterday. Maybe I'm just trying to talk myself into things. But if they plan on starting JaVale McGee and Christian Wood together. Obviously, I'm not expecting JaVale to be like amazing on the perimeter. But like I said, in the Western Conference Finals, he showed he's not just going to get cooked out there. Right, Christian Wood is probably is more mobile than JaVale yeah. McGee. You don't think defense when you think of Christian Wood, but the dude's athletic. He can move on the perimeter. Right. I'm not expecting him to <clears throat> defend dudes who got a whole bunch of hezzy, hezzy tweens, but how many of those dudes is playing the four? Let's be honest. Yeah. Now, if we're starting Christian Wood and JaVel McGee together, that, that Automatically helps our wing depth. Because now, you're either... You're more than likely starting Tim Hardaway Jr. at shooting guard or Spencer Dinwiddie at shooting guard. I'm going to assume it's Tim Hardaway Jr.
1: Because of the ball handler depth right now, I I hope so.
0: Yeah. And small forward, you're going to start Dorian Finney-Smith. Right. Which means Reggie Bullock is going to come off the bench at small forward, most likely, or shooting guard. We still have Josh... Why do y'all keep... We still have Josh Green. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, Josh so Green is very limited.
1: <laughs> I mean, we don't know what the fuck he looked like now because he's not going to play in summer league. Like, I ex- I would like to see him. I would expect him to take a step forward. I would expect his confidence to grow. But I, I don't. Maybe
0: know him. <laughs> him not playing in summer league means they have bigger plans for him.
1: Plans to prosper him. And-
0: Guys can develop without playing in summer league. Yeah. So I mean. We'll we'll have to wait and see on that. I'm not saying our depth is as like great quality, but it's like.
1: There's bodies there.
0: There's bodies there. What we want better dudes, of course. But like any three and D wing that we can sign more than likely aren't going to be better than Reggie and Dorian Finney Smith in the first place. No, no.
1: That's why I wanted a, like, (laughs) I wanted a, a three, four guy I feel like both of them can go down more than go up.
0: Otto Porter would have been perfect. I agree. Otto Porter would have been perfect. I would have liked Otto Porter. Um, for the MLA, as far as as far as the ball handler, the team is worse than us. As far as the ball handler goes, Toronto is a great city,
1: though I'll say that.
0: Can you hear those fireworks?
1: I heard something. I didn't know if he was dodging bullets. <laughs>
0: Oh god. Okay. So him anyway. Over there. He, this ain't nothing. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> um, so as far as the ball handler goes, I don't know how many great ball handlers are truly out there, like guys you can truly rely on. Dennis Schroeder is still out there. If it comes to it, if they sign Dennis Schroeder, cool. I'm okay with it. I'm just saying I don't like him. Rajon is never gonna be a Maverick. I was about to him. say, I think yeah. The
1: AAC him. would burn down if they signed a Rondo.
0: Let's talk about Goran Drogic. Okay. Mavs fans have become obsessed with Goran Dragic <laughs> since the night of that dreadful offseason trade where we were supposed to get Drogic, but then it was like, oh, no, we're not getting Drogic. Oh, y'all weren't trying to get Drogic. Whatever. The thing happened with the Miami Heat.
1: That definitely it hit a fever pitch at that point. Yeah. Yes. There were already
0: a little rumblings before. Right. But, at but that, after that, it's been
1: crazy since then.
0: It's been insane every year. Oh my God, let's trade for Drogic every offseason. Man, we need to go get Drogic. Drogic is, is the game changer. Who do y'all think Goran Drogic is at this point in his career? He's like 36 years old. Y'all just complaining about Javel McGee's age, but y'all begging for Goran Drogic. Did y'all watch him last year in Brooklyn?
1: I mean, he had some pretty good playoff game. what you just say? He had some pretty good playoff games.
0: Playoff. They played four playoff games. That ain't his fault. <laughs> how many of those games were good for him? How, how many did he show you, up? You want me to pull them up? Let's yeah, them. pull them up for me. Let's pull them up. Uh, playoffs. Because I remember one specific game. I remember
1: one his. specific as well. Let's go. 21-22 game log, playoff game logs uh da, 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 da 2022 playoffs so he played 26 minutes in game one <clears throat> he had 14 points five boards uh he played 20 minutes in game two 18 points four boards
0: hmm.
2: okay
1: uh he only played eight minutes in game three don't know what exact i don't remember what happened there he did not score and that was eight minutes and then in Game Four, he played twenty-three minutes again, uh, ten points, four si- eight boards,
0: four assists. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I mean it's respectable. So he yeah, got, okay. For a bench guy, okay, play great in the playoffs. My bad. He's still <laughs> old as shit. Yes, he is. But y'all y'all contradict yourselves so much just because you like players. Who is was Goran Dragic defending?
1: We're not signing him as the 3 D wing. We're signing him as the ball
0: handler. No. No. I'm not talking about you specifically. Okay. But every single time we mention someone, we like, oh, they can't defend. They can't move their feet. Even though that's not what we will be signing him for in the first place. But when it comes to Goran Dragic, someone y'all like, y'all put that to the side and act like we need to go and get this dude just because he's Luca's surrogate father. You want to watch them play together? Watch EuroLeague, whatever they're doing right now, FIBA, whatever, the qualifiers. Watch that. Would I would I be okay with Goran Dragic being on the team? Absolutely. Goran Dragic is a good player, but we don't need – he's not the end-all, be-all, goddammit. No. Jesus, I need y'all to cut that out. Now, we do have a roster spot left. Apparently, the Mavs are holding out just in case someone unexpectedly becomes available.
1: Where you get that report?
0: Mark Stein said that like two days ago. They're doing what? They're, they're probably going to leave that roster spot open just in case someone unexpectedly becomes available. Which means we don't know what we want to do with this roster spot, so let's just leave it in case some shit happens. And if that's the case, cool. That's fine with me. Me personally, I think we already have a better roster than we did last year. On paper. Right now, on paper is all that matters.
1: So Brunson gone. We The guys that we traded at the end of the bench for Wood don't even don't matter. matter. They weren't playing. So as far as playoff rotation guys, Brunson gone. Mm-hmm. Wood plugged in. McGee plugged
0: in. Better team. Possibly Hardy plugged in.
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep Hardy on the back burner for now.
0: I'm not even saying like him being an impact, I'm just saying you have a body with some talent.
1: I'm gonna say he's equal to Trey Burke right now at best.
0: And as a rookie, I'm okay with that. I'm saying
1: Trey Burke didn't really play, so I'm not counting
0: him. Okay, all right, in so, the playoffs, but we had the body. Yeah, the body is there so. <clears throat> I would say
1: we're pretty close to even at worst.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: I wouldn't say we're worse. I I, are probably slightly better a little bit better. Big depth. Uh, However people feel about that. I'm I'm not about to relitigate the importance of bigs in today's NBA. Um, But yeah, I, I feel like overall I'm not panicking like a lot of people seem to be. It's more. You know, I see all these teams actually taking leaps and bounds and steps and making big swings, and it feels like we are. I'm gonna say what I want didn't want to say earlier. We're kind of playing we're playing that wait for some shit to fall in our lap game, or
2: worst case, we're doing the the cap space thing again. I don't think we're
0: doing the cap space thing again. as, as was stated previously, it, depending
1: on what happens in the next year or so we'll have 40 million in cap space at
0: least in two years. I mean, to be quite honest, as long as they're not doing that just to go after a superstar, I don't have an issue with them wanting to have cap space because clearly now we realize having cap space and flexibility helps. yeah, yep. but the issue came. I never had an issue with the Mavs wanting cap space. I had an issue with the Mavs wanting cap space and right crippling everything just to go after one person, putting exactly. all their eggs in one basket. Exactly. That's the issue. Right. If you want cap space, so you'll have flexibility to improve the team. That's fantastic. Because as like I said, as we see now, cap space would have helped us a lot this year. There was no place to get there. I understand that. I'm, I'm not saying I, I'm right. not. All no, right, right. I'm just saying. That would have helped. I see a lot of people saying. A lot of people were replying when I was talking about it on the timeline, saying, "Yeah, but the situation has changed now since we lost Brunson. They need to go all in. All in with what? I'm about to say, there's
1: no all in
0: option. All that, like, they it's all stop gaps. What? What would have? Okay, all right. What were y'all expectations? <laughs> is what I want to know. And I wish we were live doing this so people could actually answer because I want answers. But what were y'all expectations? I mean, that's with? an option. I don't want to do that what were y'all expectations <laughs> what were y'all expectations like what did y'all want the team to do did y'all have dudes who you felt like they should go after like these dudes y'all thought about going after were they true difference makers all due respect to Daniel House I think he would have fit well on this team dude's not a real difference maker if the Mavericks would have just gone to get Daniel House it would have been the same as now would have just been like okay whatever yeah same as if the Mavs like they did just went to get javel mcgee
1: here's what i'll say if you're gonna be upset if you're gonna be outraged as it appears that people are i need you to define why you're outraged yes and i need you to provide actual things that could have been done or things that can be done differently and why that is the difference between outrage and satisfaction
0: And I also need the things you said you would have done differently to be logical.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like It has to make sense. Make it make sense to me why what we've done versus what you wanted us to do is the difference between you being over the moon and being outraged. Is it because you only have that black or white? There is no gray for you. Is it because of the past mistakes and, and transgressions? that have built up into you feeling a certain way about free agency? Or is it really, are you just overreacting
0: at the end of the day? I feel like most people are honestly just overreacting. Again, I'm slightly disappointed at what
1: we had to pay JaVale McGee. I felt like he should have been a minimum type of guy.
0: I don't think he was taking a minimum after the production. I didn't think
1: Drummond was taking a minimum.
0: I would expect JaVale McGee to get more than Drummond. Really? Yeah.
1: Has he ever gotten more to drop?
0: No, but after last season, I would have expected him to get more. To I, maybe I didn't. Drummond played enough. great now, last McGee. season. I'm just saying, JaVale. Maybe I McGee. watch enough JaVale McGee because I, yeah. I don't recall him ever doing it. <laughs> Especially anything. when DeAndre Ayton was out, he was the starting center. He stepped up big. Like
1: you gonna make me pull this shit up. I got. I'm not it. saying to do. I got to do it right time. now. No, I got
0: to see it now because I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm making sure I didn't miss some shit point the... seven rebounds, shot six. Now I'm, a, I'm gonna go field. to the
1: game logs. I want to see the game logs when he played twenty minutes or more. Oh, okay, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta see it. Cause I, in my head, I have a picture of Javal McGee that may or may not actually be the real picture. I want to be fair. I'm, I don't know if I'm being fair right now. He actually played a lot of minutes in a lot of these games. Let's see. I'm looking at it. All right, here's a game. In November against New Orleans. He played 19 minutes, had 18 and 5. Okay. He had a 19.14 rebound game against the Rockets. Never mind. I think Dwight Powell gave him a 20 piece, if I'm not mistaken. Um, What do we got? What do we got? A lot of. Here's a stretch of several double figure games. There's a 13 and 12 game here against Cleveland. Okay.
2: He had a 21-15 game against Boston. 26 minutes. Okay,
1: 13-13 against the Clippers. That was a bad loss, though. 17-8 against Washington. 19-7 against the Hornets. 10-10 against the Lakers. 16-8. Against the, th- I mean, a lot of these are bad teams. He cleaned it up, but I, I see that there's productivity there. Um, I would like to see how we we plan to use him. I do think it is going to be like a Dwight Powell Zubac type situation where he might start. But again, people look at the starting thing. I don't know why people get so worked up over the starting thing. Like starting, he's not going to finish play thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah. Like no, he's starting because you the smart way to play basketball is to have it at the very minimum, that big body out there to start the game, to set a tone. So you're not going out there with your soft uh, belly and, and letting the team get easy buckets at the rim because they're blowing by or push plowing through all your skinny dudes that you got out there. You get put a JaVal McGee out there for the first five, 10, five to eight minutes to set a tone. Then you can go to your, your, your death lineups or whatever. To, to after the game has already gotten lubricated and loosened up, pause. Now, I expect him to play maybe 20 minutes a game if his role is what it's allegedly gonna be. I expect Maxie to get play more than him off the bench. Um, Christian Wood is not a big in the traditional sense as I believe has been stated previously. Uh, he handles the ball a little bit. He likes to shoot threes. He likes to shoot jump shots. He he can put it on the floor and get to the rim like he's what KP thinks he is as a basketball player on the offensive end. So uh, I I I don't think it's going to be as crazy as people seem to think it is. Much like I don't think what the Wolves did is as crazy as people seem to think it is. Um, I'm I'm excited uh about the addition of Javale McGee as a because it means I'll see less of Dwight Powell. Hopefully. (laughs) Again, I just don't know. I I feel weird about the fact that we had to use the MLE on Traval McGee. Based on what what I expect his role
0: to be. Got to overpay sometimes. I I understand. I understand. Y'all also have to really. Man, this is a champion. Like, I hate to even do that. But, like, this is a dude. Let me not say that. This is a dude with playoff experience. He has playoff experience. Yeah. Again, I'm not
1: mad at the addition. I'm confused about the the management of funds.
0: I understand that, but like I said, and people are probably going to say, "Oh, Reese, you simping, you drinking the Mark Cuban Kool Aid." Fuck y'all. I don't. You give coming
1: a your DMs f- again.
0: I don't give a fuck with y'all think. <laughs> again. Nobody knew that. Why we never put that out
2: there? Why would did you, you did? I don't think I did. I'm pretty sure you did. I'm pretty sure I didn't. You wanna make me look this up?
0: I'm pretty sure I never put that out there. I'm like a hundred percent. I mean he literally came into my, oh no wait.
1: You I I did, I did about the, the ball. About the, the
0: ball. Yeah. I did.
2: I did. I did. That's nothing mm-hmm. though. He was inviting everybody. Everybody. So
0: moving on. <laughs> um Y'all can say, oh, Rich, you're drinking the Kool-Aid. You, 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 blah, blah, blah. Fuck y'all. I don't care. I don't give a fuck what y'all think. I'm telling y'all right now, this is how I feel. Their hands were pretty much tied. There were only so few many moves they could make. Yeah. Not everyone wants to just take the league vet minimum. Some guys don't want to sign here. Some guys will rather take the same amount of money somewhere else. That's the thing with free agency. You have to want a guy, and a guy has to want you. Pause.
1: Yeah, it's not like prison. Like, it ain't, I like you
0: <laughs> Yo, always. yo. So always. <laughs> you went too far, bro. Anyway. I mean, you talking about with guys. Tra- no, we not even, nah, we not even doing that. Even with trades. Even with trades. Like, you can't just say, oh, let's trade for this dude. Right. That team has to want people we have. Exactly. Teams have to be willing to trade those dudes. It's not as easy as Maths Outsiders play GM. Let's give it a no. hundred. Like right? no. that's just a fun thing we like to do. It's not no. that easy. And it's not as easy as y'all doing trade machines on ESPN either.
1: No. This money works. nice. No, that's that's fine. But do they like it's not talking, UK? Do they like talking to Mark Cuban or Nico Harrison? Is Nico Harrison a good negotiator? I, I based on the only trades I've seen, I don't know if we can say that yet.
0: Don't let us end up with Kyrie Irving.
1: We're uh, we gonna have to hop back on this bitch if that happens. Um, I'm not gonna talk about Kyrie Irving right now. Me either. I'm not I'm not even addressing it on the timeline. Mm-hmm. I ain't addressing it in no group chats. Me either. If it happens, I'll address it at that time. Me too. We on the same page. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I, I, I can't see any reason to be outraged at the offseason. We
0: were These limited. We're talking about.
1: Yeah. I mean, and like you said, we, we've been we were very limited in our resources. Could we have maybe pulled something off? Sure. I have I'm probably gonna put together a list of the few deals that I feel like we could have matched or beat to get a guy. Uh, and when I say matched or beat, I mean in a sense of why they would choose us over with the destination they chose. Making sure the money is the same and a role that makes sense. So I'll probably put together a list of something like that. But there's not a ton of those types of deals out there, but there's enough of them for me to be like, ah, I'm not, oh my God, we fucking suck, all oh, the maps can't attract anybody. Nobody wants to be in Dallas. This goes to the Brunson thing too, because I'm seeing people say nobody wants to be in Dallas because Brunson left. It's not the same. You got to look at it on a case-by-case basis. He has reasons to go to New York that aren't just F Dallas. <laughs> Family reasons at a bare minimum. Role reasons. If we are talking about somebody enjoying their day, their job. I can do a, a certain job all day. You know, if I'm getting paid you know, we'll say if I'm getting paid the same amount to come into work every day and do social media, I don't enjoy doing social media on a corporate level, but if I'm getting paid to do it, I'll do it and I'll be good at it. At least I'll be good enough to not get fired, right? But if somebody tells me they're going to hire me to just handle their strategy for the same amount of money, I'm going to do the strategy job. And that's
2: what it is. We were putting Jalen Brunson in a role that is not the role that he prefers to play. And there was no way around that. And that's fair. Yeah. Like I, I I understand
1: the decision to want to leave. It is not personal. It is business and him wanting to be in the role that works best for him as a basketball player. Him and Luca are awkward on the court together. I don't care how you slice it. They were awkward on the court together. Don't don't make it bigger than don't make it a bigger deal as far as what it says about the Mavs than it is. Or what it says about Luca. Or Luca. That too. Like that's I've seen a little bit of that. Let's not is, even
0: do that. There's I guarantee you when we play each other, they're gonna be hugging it up, dapping it up, and talking. Not even that. It's just like, all right. Shout out to our boy Dwight, right? Okay. Of course I listen to that podcast, I support them But I've heard him say, if Brunson leaves The Luca shit gonna be true Like, nobody wants to play next to Luca. Like, guys don't wanna I'm paraphrasing, I don't know if that's exactly What he said, I'm pretty sure he'll correct me But, I don't think that's true either It's just this specific guy yeah. Wants something else, you know right. Like, it's different for everybody That's all I'm saying, that's why I'm saying, you know The Luca allegations, oh, dudes can't play next to Luca. I don't think that makes this true It's just It's what Jalen Brunson wanted, period. I tweeted the joke,
1: because this goes back to draft night. Um, Jalen Brunson and Gary Trent Jr. were both guys that I had lottery-type grades on. And after we had drafted Luka, me knowing or seeing him as a point guard, knowing we still had Dennis Smith, and at the time, I, I couldn't, I expected they would somebody was gonna have to, he was probably gonna have to go, but at the same time, he was on the roster at the time. So the draft Jalen Brunson, again, I understood he was he was a value pick, like Jaden Hardy. He shouldn't have been there in the second round. He shouldn't have been. But in my opinion, Gary Trent Jr. shouldn't have been there either.
2: I thought if we drafted Luca and Gary Trent Jr. that night. We would have been set. We haven't had a Gary Trent Jr. in Dallas. He's a bucket.
0: Period. And he likes playing defense. You think we win that Jazz Series if we got Gary Trent Jr. And stuff? You we know, what, not, I don't even want to get into that. I'm about
1: to say, I don't want to do the whole, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, don't don't even, of, I don't want to do the multiverse of madness. Yeah. But, but going back to that, I made the joke. He's a know, better
0: fit next to Luke Gibbs.
1: Yeah, they, they, they complement each other perfectly, yeah. in my opinion. That's the type of dude that needs to be beside Luca, In my opinion I agree And so I made the joke I, It's it's halfway serious but It's a joke at the end of the day That you know Gary
0: Trent Jr. went and went for 10 and eight. Huh? Gary Trent Jr. went and left Oh yeah cause he ain't got no daddy in New York I wonder where
1: his daddy is His dad played in the league too though
0: He ain't in New York
1: But uh <sighs> I don't know when the next opportunity to get a guy like that is going to come. We'll see. Again, I expect Tim Hardaway Jr. Burton's, Dwight Powell are being shopped one way or another. Um, Cause they don't fit what we want to be.
0: I don't think Berton's getting traded, bro.
1: Berton's getting traded is going to be able to, to make some money work or something. But those are the three guys that in my opinion don't fit what we do so we'll see you know it's not over anything is possible there's some big trades looming i'm sure we're trying to be a third party i'm not overreacting though
0: i'm not tripping i'm not even thinking about anything until the kevin durant domino falls um okay after that we'll get into it but for right now, I'm chilling. I'm content. I don't care. It is what it is. You know, we move. But you know, I don't have anything else to say left on the subject. Uh, I'm ready to close this out. If you are, I think I'm good.
1: Um, how long? Oh, damn, we almost did an hour and a half. Yeah, not including the technical difficulties. That not we including that. No. Edit out. Yeah. Um, didn't even get to talk about some of the stuff I
0: went. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what the maybe because you went down your free right. agency tracker for 40 minutes. I did go down
1: the tracker. I w- I was trying to find names, but you know, I-, I think that was a good segment in my opinion.
0: It was. I just wasn't expecting it.
1: You're right. You're right. It's um
2: go ahead.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I just want y'all to relax. I I don't want y'all to put all these expectations on yourselves for the Mavs when realistically uh, most of them weren't going to be able to be met. That's all I'm saying. Uh, You're going to feel how you feel. I'm just giving my opinion on the matter, not trying to make anybody feel different about the situation. But uh, moving forward, try to expect less this offseason. We're broke, okay? Like, we ain't got no money. We can't eat. We barely paying the bills out here. So, but that being said, um, I guess we'll highlight y'all next week uh, If nothing happens Within the week that. I don't know What content y'all gonna get But we gonna figure it out
1: I got some idea I mean summer league will start in the next few days So we might have some Jaden Hardy to talk about it They next. have
0: some Jaden Hardy to talk about Well until then Let's hope something happens But not something just happening For the sake of happening But until then, we'll holla at y'all. Peace. Peace.